Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. There you go. Take it. Today we're learning Masechus Gittin Daf Ayin. We'll be learning about a number of maladies and their unique solutions. Um, solutions is also conceptual and literal because that's a lot of what's going on. And by the time we get to the bottom of the page, it's kind of more standard agatata. And then on the back of Ayin Amid Bays, we're actually returning to normal Gemara, going back to analyzing our Mishnah, which I am now very excited about. We're 10, 12 lines from the bottom, five lines into the wide lines on the bottom of Samach Tes, Amid Bays. And the Gemara says, Litzmirta, and Litzmirta is some type of kidney stone of some, oh, I think we're one higher, actually, no? Lishigrona. I think that's where we are. Lishigrona is if somebody has a hip issue. So Lacey, Pasia Dimunini, some collection of small fish. Venignadre Shishin Zimnin, Aho Matre. The Shishin Zimnin, Aho Matre. And you should one one should rub it on their on each of their hips, and that should solve the problem. Litzmirta, if a person has some type of kidney stone or some type of blockage, uh, this one can go a little bit graphic. You should get three drops of mishcha de kufra, of the oil from tar, the tlasni tufaisa, and three droplets from itzra de karti, from the juice that can be extracted from leeks, from the vegetables of a leek. Utlasni tufaisa de chamer nikida. And three droplets from uh, from a light wine. A man should place this in his private part. And a woman as well. And this will help to remedy their malady. And if that doesn't work, one should take a... Um, uh, one should take the handle or like the ear of a of a jar. If you can imagine a coffee cup like that ear, very strange gemara. But listly lay leisha ba'ama, and a man should uh, hang it on his ama. Uleisha bedad, and a woman should hang it on on her breasts, and that will be a solution for this kidney stone, whatever kind it is. Eight lines from the bottom. On Samachtes Amud Beis, the Gemara says, "Vilo." Here is yet another possibility. Lesichuta dezahorisa. We need a, a string that's red. Teshadete duma bas duma that was woven by a woman who was duma bas duma. She had a bad reputation, and she was the child, the daughter of someone with a bad reputation. And again, with litle lele ishbaama, a man should hang it over his private part of ishbedaden, and a woman over her breasts, and that will be a solution. Vilo, if that doesn't work, lesi kina dezacher benekeba. There should be lice from a man and from a woman, and they should be held in something. And then and they should be placed in a way where it is uh, near the uh, near the private parts of both the man and the man and or the woman, uh, and that will solve that problem. And when there's urination, they should urinate over uh, some dry thorns, but specifically specifically by a door. Uh, and when this stone does pass, they should look into it, meaning they should keep it. Why? Because this stone actually has its own medical solutions, which is because this works for various kinds of fevers and illnesses. Again, we just we're just not holding cup. We don't. Uh, we have no way of knowing uh, the efficacy of these things back in the day. The assumption, based on some afortune, is that these things worked like a charm. They were great. They were very effective. Um, our pharma world has not picked up on most of these. Our holistic world has picked up on certain ones of these. Just now, when I was out of town, somebody said to me that they eat like the gra. 
like the Gura has his own remedies of the proper way to eat. You only drink at the end of the meal, eat this, not that, that, not this. We'll see a little bit of that later today. But uh, but that's what the Gemara says. Litzimra bara, if a person has a fever, but it's an external fever. Again, we don't even know what that means because a fever is a fever is a fever. But if a person has an external fever, grieve souffle, a person should take three measures of date pits. Litzlasa grieve Atraf idra, these uh, three measures of the leaf of an eider tree. Uh, each one of them should be boiled on its own. The and he should sit between them. and it should be put into two different vessels. Pisori should get a table. and rest on top of it. You should move it from on top of one of the jugs that you put it in and put it on top of the other. Move it from one covering one of the jugs to the other and back and forth. Until the fever removes itself. And then and then he should anoint himself with it. But when one drinks, they should not drink from both containers, only they should only drink from the liquid that has the eider leaf in it. But one should not drink from the one that has the date pits in it, because that can cause some damage. Rashi says over here that it can uh, create, um, it can make them sterile. So Rashi says four lines from the bottom. The Gemara says that Simra Gavna, if a person has an ec- an internal illness, Lacey Shiva Bune de Silka, a person should get seven handfuls of silka of beets, Mishev Mishare from seven different seven different patches of growth from seven different parts of the field, Vinishlukinhu Bafrai, when it should be boiled with its dirt, Vinechul and should be eaten, Vinishte Atarafadara Bishikra, and it should be draw it should one should drink it with these leaves from the Ader tree in beer. O, turning to the top of Ayin Amad Aleph, Invi, it should be um, Invi till Allah, it should be drank from some vines that are hanging over Bimayim. That is all for that disease. Lechazizisa, which is a skin blister of some kind of boil, some kind of skin blister. The Gemara says on the top line of Ayin Amad Aleph, Lesi Shev Chite Arzenaisa, you should find seven plump types of wheat stalks. Viniklinhu Amorachadata, and it should be boiled specifically on a new shovel or a new hoe, a new um, uh, plowing instrument. The nafik mishcha minayhu, and we should be extracting some type of mishcha, some type of oil from uh, this cooking process. And then v'neshu, if we should rub it on 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 the blister. And Rav Simi Barashi did this method for a goy who had the davar acher, which is saras, and this method, in fact, worked to remove the blister. It's five lines down. Amar Shmuel, if a person gets wounded with a Persian spear, he won't live because they usually have some type of uh, poison on the tip. But after he's shot with the spear, but before he dies, we should try and feed him fat meat from coals and some strong wine because maybe that will prolong his life before he dies. And then in that time, he can live a little longer and he can get all of his affairs in order, letting his family know what he would like to happen if he doesn't yet have a will. Last short line. If a person swallows a hornet, 
he too will not survive. But after the person swallows the hornet, but before he dies, he should drink a little bit of strong vinegar because that will keep him alive a little bit longer. He can then tell his family what it is that he would like to do with all of his, uh, you know, his last will and testament. Second of the wide lands, if a person eats the meat of an ox with turnips and and he sleeps under the moon, and a person sleeps under the moon on the night of the 14th or 15th, that is when the moon is at its biggest, he will then be grasped or he will then contract this disorder or disease, whatever the right word is called, we'll figure out soon what that is. Tana, we have a brysa. Anyone who fills their stomach with anything, they too will have the same disease of achilu. Again, we don't yet know what this disease is. This would even be true if one ate dates. Says the Gemara, Pshita, you already told me that if you fill your stomach with kol davar, that you're going to be achaz to achilu, you'll get this disease. Why did you drill down and specify dates? Salkadai to chamina, I might have thought. Because we have a tradition from a Gemara and Ksuvis, that tamre, that dates have the following qualities. Misavan, it satiates a person. Umeshachnan, it warms a person. Umeshalshalan, it helps a person go to the bathroom. Umeashran, it gives a person energy. Volumafankan, it doesn't make a person into a mafunak, into an overly detailed person. Amalo, I might have thought that the rules don't apply because the food has mostly positive impacts on you. Kamashmalan, that it doesn't matter. Anything that you do that's going to be uh, any food that you will eat to fill your stomach that much is going to be problematic. We're not used to this. We fresh till we're full. That's how we live. And then we typically eat a little bit more just to make sure for good measure in case the night is long. But it's, that really wasn't the trend. And if you hear these stories, even by even just going back 100 years to Rebbe Khan and Wasserman, like they were starving. They had nothing. Like they nothing. They had nothing. We're not used to that. We eat like kings every day, three times a day, five times a day. Our kiddush is malchus. Like they had nothing even close to this. So it's just good, not muster to each of you, but muster to all of us, which is that we don't even realize how good we have it when it comes to food. My achilu, a quarter of the way down, six lines into the wide lines. What is this disease? Uh, that if one eats too much, whatever the case may be, that if what would this disease be? Amr Abelazar, Eish Shal Atzamos, fire of the bones. That doesn't sound pleasant. My Eish Shal Atzamos, Amr Abaye, Ish Garmi, Garmi in Aramaic is bones. Very interesting insight into the community that they, they know what Garmi is, but they didn't know what, what Atzamos are. Some of the Mephorshim point this out, that this is very simply just the words that they understand, which means that your bones hurt from the inside. But they weren't even familiar with the word bones. They, it's like here in America, people who don't speak Hebrew, but they speak English. So if you said, you know, people who are not familiar with the mother tongue would have been like, what's that? And be like, oh, it's fire in the bones. Okay, I understand a little bit more. So that's what it was, something very painful in the bones. My Asu say, how do we heal this disease of the fire in the bones of the Eish Garmi? Amar Abaye, Amar my mother told me, which isn't his mother as we know, Kulhu Shakyane, when a person has to drink a liquid to get healed, they should drink Tlas of Ashiva Utresar. They should drink on days 3, 7, and 12. Vihai, but with this disease of Achilu, Ad you keep up that pattern 
until you are healed. Kulu shakyane, in general, when a person drinks to heal, it's on an empty heart, which of course means on an empty stomach. But when it comes to the healing of when do you uh, drink this medication? Says the Gemara, it's after you've eaten and had what to drink. And gone to the bathroom. And you were successful in going to the bathroom. You washed your hand. And then then you get a handful of which is ground up lentils. And a collection of uh, old wine. The lentils and the wine should be um, mixed up all together. And then it should be eaten. And then you should wrap some up in your sardine. You wrap yourself up in your sheets and then go to sleep. You should lie down. No one should wake him until he wakes himself up. That's what my kids tell me all the time. And says the Gemara, when he does in fact wake up, he should throw his blankets off right away. And if he doesn't, then this disease of Achilu will come back. But that is the solution is mixing lentils with wine, lentil powder with wine, and taking a really good night's sleep. Says the Gemara, a third of the way down, Amar Eliyahu that as it relates to the volume of our stomach, we should do the following. We should fill it one-third with food. We should drink one-third of the volume of our stomach. We should never satiate more than two-thirds. Now, this isn't Musr per se yet. We'll get there. But says the Gemara, that's because when you get angry, we're afraid that you are literally going to explode if your food, if your stomach is full. So therefore, we save some space. When you get angry, then all of the food that's in your stomach, that last third will be filled with anger or the food will expand, however you explain this. But that's what the Gemara says. If a person is interested in avoiding having stomach pains, one should be um, one should commonly dip their food into something, in the summer and in the winter months. And the Gemara says, if you have a meal that you really enjoy, hold back a little bit, don't finish everything. And as well, don't hold yourself back from having to go to the bathroom. If a person drinks tilya chivra, which is a white wine, but a very poor quality white wine, the Gemara says, he's going to get very, very weak. There are 60 types of wine. I don't know if this is a hyperbolic number, but that's a lot of kinds of wine for their era. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought. I don't know. And today I expect that when you go to Jewel, 60 shades, I understand. But this I don't understand. This is a lot of wine. Anyway, it's Ma'alia de Kulhu. The best of all wines is Sumka Rechasna. It's a red wine that has a beautiful odor, a beautiful smell. Griya de Kulhu, the worst of all wines, is this Tilia Chivra, this very, very low quality white wine. And that was what Marukva said that if you drink that, that you'll get Vitak, you'll get this, uh, this weakness. Amr of Yehuda, Haiman de Yasiv, Bitsafrene Nisan, a person who sits in the mornings of Nisan. Gabe Nura, near a fire, the Shayef Mishra, and puts oil on himself, and Nafik Vyasib Vishimsha, and then goes out to sit in the sun. This too, Achaz Tovitak, this will make him very weak. Tanu Rabbanon, the Gemara says, Hikis Dam, if a person has bloodletting, and then right away, Vishimesh Mitaso, he is Mishamesh Mitaso, he's with his wife, Havyan Lobanon Viskin, you'll have children who are very weak. And says the Gemara, Hikizu Shnehem Vishimshu, if in fact both husband and wife, they did bloodletting, and then they were together. They will have children who will have bigger problems. Uh, Rashi here points out that there will be some kind of uh, sherets in their brain 
some kind of, of significant issue. And Amar Papa, he qualifies this, that's only true if you don't eat. But if in fact you do eat after bloodletting, in both cases, either if only one, either husband or wife had bloodletting, or if both of them had, it doesn't matter. In both cases, less than, but as long as they eat, all is fine and good. Amar Ravuna. If a person comes back from a lengthy trip, and there's an added word in here, if you see on the side here, interesting addition, then says the Gemara, and right away the, the couple is together. Here too, the children will be weak. If a person after immediately coming out of the bathroom, the, the rule is a person should wait a minimum amount of time, the amount of time it takes to walk a chatzim meal. One meal is about a mile. The post can discuss if it's 18 minutes, is it 21 and a half minutes or 22 and a half minutes or 24 minutes. That's a, a berach, 10, 11, 12 minutes would solve this problem. But the Gemara says that one should wait. Why? Because the demon that frequents the bathroom still is with a person for the amount of time it takes to walk a chatzim meal. And if a couple does have Tashmashamita within this time frame, then he'll have children who suffer from epilepsy. We're about to learn a couple of Gemaras that speak about uh, positions that are permissible in the bedroom. And as a precursor to the sugya, um, I spoke with Rabbi Robinson just to make sure that uh, that we understand what we're reading, not just what in regards to what the words mean, but it's halachic applications. The way Rabbi Robinson said it is that in the realms of Tash Mishamita, there are two extremes. All the way to the weak side, we are behemas, and all the way to the strong side, we are malachim. That is the full range. And of course, there are gradations within. Uh, the ideal is that a couple should be together. Uh, that's what's quoted in Shulchan Aruch. This one of my rabbim said that's for the tzaddikim, that's for like the righteous people. And that there are times and applications when other positions in the bedroom are deemed acceptable. So when we learn these, and they do sound very harif, I just want to make sure we under you understand that these things need to be spoken out with rabbanim. They need to be clear as to what uh, what is allowed and what is not allowed, but there is a spectrum that is allowed and not allowed, and this Gemara is speaking about the righteous. With that said, two-thirds of the way down, if a couple is intimate while standing, they will have some kind of cramp. If they have Tash Mishamita while they're sitting, don't even know, it sounds like delirium. Um, what Does the art school translate deliria? You guys see that? Huh? No, it doesn't. Okay. The Gemara doesn't either. Right. It doesn't help. But uh, yeah. Well, the Gemara is going to actually ask the question, but not answer it. What? Yeah, I saw that. Like hiccuping or coughing or something. So let's see what the Gemara says. Uh, let's continue. In, in a different scenario where he lemala, lemata, where during intercourse, she is the one who is on top and he is the one who is on the bottom. delaria, same disease. My delaria, what is this disease? Amrav Yushab and Levi. Sam delaria dardara. Talk about skirting the question. The treatment for delaria, which we don't know what it is, is dardara. Well, also not helpful because we don't know what dardara is. My dardara. Amarabaye morika it is some kind of saffron that grows near thorns. That's how we treat this problem. So the Gemara itself doesn't actually tell us what delaria is. I saw the note on the side, David, that you were referring to. Uh, it's not good. It's not good. But again, we have to remember that in, in the context of this Gemara, we can't pass in halachos about what is not allowed in the bedroom because there are there is a spectrum of things and couples should always, over the course of their marriage, strive towards great to being more of a malach than being a behemoth. But it, 
it's a, it's a process, it's, and it requires halachic uh, consultation. Now, Rav Papa would take this saffron in order to solve the problem of Valeria, and Ali Subalale, he would chew on it, this saffron, and he would swallow it. Rav Papi, which is not Rav Papa, Rav Papi, Ali Svishadile, he would chew on it and not swallow the food. He would spit out the food, and that would still heal the problem of Valeria. Amar Abayi. A person who is not an expert in derech eretz, which means in bedroom activities, lacy gimel kapize kurtemei dechuchi, three units of measure of kurtemei dechuchi, which is something that was uh, it's saffron as mentioned, but it was mixed with fecal matter of of, a, of an animal. And it was combined, and it was boiled with wine, and then one should drink it, a very unappealing dish. Mm-hmm. And says the Gemara, much as that's true, this brought me back to being youthful yet again. What does that mean? That's a very good question. Uh, Rashi here um, uh, says, Betashmish. It means that he it recentered him because he didn't have good derecherts in the beginning. It brought him back to being better in that space. At the two dots, three fourths of the way down, this is already more regular. Agaratos, as mentioned, there are three things that weaken the strength of a person: pachad, derech, ve'avon, fear, travel, and averas. My heart, when I have fear, my strength leaves me. Derech, traveling, that when we do averes, it weakens us. Says the Gemara, three things are matizen. And if you look on the side here, it says matishen, which is a weakening uh, of a person. A person who eats while they're standing. A person who drinks while they're standing, and the couple who is uh, intimate while standing. These things can weaken a person's body. There are five people that are closer to death than they are to life. They jump out of bed right after they sleep. Right after Tashmish Shemitah, they stand up right away. In all of these cases, these people are Krovin Lamisa Yosem in Achaim. On its face, this Gemara is difficult to understand. Uh, but so are all of these Gemaras. So we all have to learn this with the Marasha and the Ein Yaakov and all the other Mefortim um, that uh, that help us to understand these things. Says the Gemara, Ochal ve'omad, Shasa ve'omad. Oh, sorry, next line. Shisha, sorry. Shisha ha'ose osan miyad meis. There are six things that if a person does them, they die. If a person comes back from out of town and they're wiped out, and then and then they do bloodletting, and then then they go to the Beis and then they drink and get drunk. Then they lie down on the ground. And then they have Tash If you do these six things, you'll die. Amar of Yochanan, this is only true. Bhusha saw on Kisidran. I mean, it's a perfect storm, and you'd have to literally try to, and please don't try this at home. But that's what the Gemara says is uh, is a formula for death. Amar Abai Kisidran may shalok Kisidran Khalish. That if you do them in order, I agree with Rav Yochanan that you will die. And if you do them out of order, it'll still weaken you. And says the Gemara, Aini, is that really true? Bahama Uras, Uras is the name of a person. 
says the Gemara of the Leila Abda Tlas She did three of these things on behalf of her slave, and the slave died. So it says the Gemara, no, hahu That person was really just didn't have a strong constitution, and he died from even three of them. But to do all six of them is a death sentence. Shmona, there are eight things, five lines, now four lines from the bottom, is that Ruban Kasha Miutan Yafe, that a lot is bad for you. Umiutan Yafe, this is something that we need in our culture. Is uh, to learn a little bit of balance with everything. So it says the Gemara of Eluhain, Derech traveling, Viderech Eretz Tash Meshamita, Osher is wealth, Umalacha is work, Yain is wine, Vishena is sleep, Chamen using hot water, Veakazas Dam, and bloodletting. All of them require balance. Says the Gemara, Shmona Mimaatin Esazera. There are three things that minimize Zera, that minimize uh, sperm. Salt, famine, which is tsaras, crying, sleeping on the ground, which is coriander, and eating hops, again, which is used for beer, but eating them when and it's the wrong time of season, wrong season of the year. And Akazazdam below is doubly bad. We don't know what that means yet. Tana, the Brysa writes on the last line of Ayin Amadalev, Kishem Shakasha Lemata Kiflaim, just like if one does bloodletting below, it's doubly bad. Kach Yafe Lemala Kiflaim. So too, it's great when it is above. We don't even know what this means yet. So the Gemara describes Amar Rav Papa, turning to the top of Ayin Amad Beis. The Gemara says, Lemata, when we say that bloodletting below is bad, that's Lemata min habetzim, below the betzim of a man. Lemala, what does above mean? So the Gemara, when it says that above the bloodletting is very good for you, that's Lemala min habetzim. Ukshus shelo bezmana, what are hops that are in the wrong season? Tana. Kishem shekasha shelo bezmana, kach yofe bezmana. Just like hops is bad when it's the wrong time of year, it's good in the right time of year. And Omar Papa, zmana tamuz. The appropriate time to eat it is in the summer months. And Shalobizmana Tebes, the wrong time to eat hops is in the winter. And Yome Nisan, the Yome Tishrei, the days that are kind of in between when the air conditioner and heater are both off in those seasons, Lomalu Velo Kashu. There, the, the hops are not bad for you and they're not good for you. Okay. You know how all of this started is that we said, what about someone who has Kordaikus like 10 days ago? Okay, so now we're coming back to uh, to Gemara land, regular Gemara land. And the Gemara on Ayin Amad Beis, five lines down at the two dots, says, Omar, that if a man had said, Kisvu get le'ishti, that if a man said, please write a get for my wife, v'achsu kordaikus, and then he got kordaikus, v'chazer v'amar al-tichtavu, and then he recanted, e'en dvar v'achronim klum, because his first comment was said when he was sane, and his second comment was said when he was not. And there's a machlokas as to what that means. Does that mean the get can be given in his insanity phase, or do we have to wait until things return to normal? That's a machlokas of Shimon, Rish Lakish, and Rav Yochanan. Amar of Shimon ben Lakish, Kosman Venosan get la altar. No need to wait. Because in his healthy phase, he said, No need to wait at all. Rav Yochanan, Amar, ain Kosman ala We need to wait and see if he becomes normal again. And if he does become normal again, that's when you have to give the get. And says the Gemara, my time under Reish Lakish, why is it that Reish Lakish is of the opinion that we should give it on the spot, give it the altar? The Gemara says a quarter of the way down to Katani, because what does our Mishnah say? Ein bedvarfa achronim klum. 
it makes no difference what he says when he is in this um, this crazed phase. It doesn't matter. His first comments are what count. The second comments, Pasha, don't matter. I agree that when he is saved, he doesn't have to go back and repeat anything. It's sufficient. But But Rabbi Yochanan felt that it wasn't appropriate to give the get while he was in this crazed phase. And therefore, we should wait. A third of the way down, what is the machlokas between Reish Lakish and Rabbi Yochanan? Reish Lakish medami le'in Reish Lakish compares this person who has kordaikus, this uh, crazed phase, as to someone who's sleeping. Rav Yochanan medami And Rav Yochanan compares him to someone who has limited mental faculties. I, Rav Yochanan, why also, why would you not say nami lidme le'in Why don't you agree to the understanding of Reish Lakish that when someone has kordaikus, it's like they're sleeping? Says the Gemara, because Yashan, when a person's sleeping, we don't have to wait for anything. He's just sleeping. No big deal. But hi, when someone has Kordaikus, we need him to come back to, to normal to in order if we're going to be giving him again. The Reish Lakish Nami, why Reish Lakish do you not hold like Rav Yochanan? He says, because Shote, Lo Same Biyodan. The solution to this guy being a Shote is really not uh, not in our hands. But hi, when it's Kordaikus, it's different. Hi, Same Biyodan. And if you'll recall, from three blot ago, four blot ago almost, the Gemara says that the solution for Kordaikus was Bisra Sumka Agumra, is to have lean meat over coals, Vichamra Marka, and some watered down, some thinner types of wine. Says the Gemara, Umiyomar of Yochanan Hachi, did Rav Yochanan really say this opinion that um, that he holds, um, that we have to wait until he heals again in order to give the get? This is not talking about an animal. It's talking about a person. If a person was uh, cut with a sword of some kind and most of their windpipe and esophagus was cut, which is code word for us that he's going to die. And during those few moments, Viramaz, he wasn't able to speak, of course, because he didn't have a windpipe anymore. But Viramaz, he hinted to someone, the Omar, and it was as if he said, Kisvu Ketli Ishti. The halacha is, That is sufficient. When a person is in the throes of death, but they still have consciousness to them, they could indicate that they should then get a divorce for their wife. Vitanya, what? Yeah, it's a good question. Well, then, the get she gets, uh, she gets money. She gets the ksuba. He's taking care of his wife because the Yerusha is not as simple. This way, it's guaranteed that she'll get the ksuba. So then the Gemara said, also true. Yeah, there's a lot of implications. Anyway, but the, I think financially, and you think halachically. So I understand. <laughs> then the Gemara says a little more than halfway down, Vitanya. We also have another brisa that says Rauhu Migvid. If a person they saw that their body was severed, Otsaluvalatsliva, or he was uh, put in some. I think this is actually talking about a crucifix. That's usually what we right. That's what it sounds like. Is that what it says in the art scroll? Yeah, that's actually not the right translation. That's a dishonest. Sorry, I should say it's dishonest. It's just not what the words mean. Like, like when we talk and uh, okay, I'm just going to stop talking now. Otsaluvalatsliva. Uh, if a person basically when you're in in dire straits. So how is it that Reish Lakish can say, that Rav Yochanan can say they have to heal 
these people will never heal, yet the get works right away. So Rabbi Yochanan, you've got a couple of brides against you. Says the Gemara, Hachiyashta, apples and oranges. You cannot compare these cases of people who are about to die with our case of Kordaikus. Why not? Hasam, when these people were about to die, Daita Tzilusahi, their brains are still working. They're not in a crazed phase. They're totally mentally well until they die, but until they die, they're normal. It's just that there's a little bit of a weakening because their blood is lost or whatever trauma is going on, but they still have their intellect to them. But haha, when we talk about kordaikus, daita shigishtahi, that's not that that person is doesn't have their wits to them. So this is not a kashyan Rav Yochanan. You wanted to say, hey, Rav Yochanan, you're not making any sense. How could you say that we have to wait until the kordaikus is over? But at the same time, when this guy is kind of a veshet, he's been cut in his throat that we we allow him to get to worse. He's never going to heal. That's a total. Those cases are not comparable at all. By kordaikus, you have no das. And says the Gemara, wait one second. We answered for Rav Yochanan, but Umiyamar Shmuel Hachi was Shmuel of the opinion. Remember, Shmuel was the one who said that if this guy has his throat cut, then we're five lines before the wide lines. Um, and we'll be stopping at the two dots, three lines uh, into the wide lines. The Shmuel really say this that if you have a person who had their throat cut in either both or rove of both, and then he ran away and we didn't see him die, can we assume he's dead? Yes, we can testify to his wife that he in fact died. If you want to say that he's alive enough to issue a divorce, so then how can it be? How does that work, Shmuel? Shmuel, you want to say that in the 10 seconds between the throat slitting and the actual death, he can issue a divorce by Remiza. But in the same breath, you're also saying that we can testify that he died. That's a stira. Says the Gemara with the obvious answer, three lines before the wide lines, not true. Amri, chaihu, visofalamus, they're different things. Yes, we can be made that he will die within a matter of minutes. But in regards to Gittin, right now, he's allowed to issue his concern and say that I want my wife to be divorced. Elameyata, if in fact it's true that it's a vadai that this person is going to die, and this really is a tangential issue, but the Gemara nevertheless drills in and says, that if this person was killed Bishogeg, then the murderer who killed this person, because it's a foregone conclusion that he is now going to die, the murderer, the shogeg, should get to go to an ear mikla. But that's not the case. Last of the short lines, Alamatanya, why does the Brisa say, Shachat that if a person was had his throat slit, Hareze Eino Gola? So the Gemara says, This is a technicality in regards to the rules of Ari Miklat. Is that when a person, let's say, causes significant damage to someone, he slits his throat, but maybe there was an external factor that played a role in, in speeding up his death. The Gemara gives the example of wind. But let's say he trips and falls and it opens the wound even more and he dies faster then that's not considered your Misa Bishogeg. You are assisted by an external factor. So on a technical, uh, on, a, on a technicality, you don't go to the ear Mikla. Inami, another possibility is who Kire Ves Misaso. It could be that the patient, the guy who was cut by the, the murderer, Bishogeg, that he sped up his own death. He took another knife and sped up his own death. Why would he do that? 
because he didn't want to suffer anymore. And in both of those cases, that person would not go to an ear mikla. Says the Gemara, what's the difference between the answer that maybe this guy died because yes, he had an initial injury, but there was an added Shema Haruch Bilbalto, or the answer of Hukire Vesmisaso, we're talking about a case where he's in a in a marble building, basically because there's no wind. And in that case, if there's no wind, then you can't say Hashem Ruach Hashinah. But we can be concerned of Kirei Ves Misaso. Inami Deshachta Bibura Veloperches, or perhaps he was uh, he was cut in public where things are more dangerous, but he didn't do any movements at all. Both of those cases would be Nafkeminos. We'll stop right here, six seven lines before the end of Ayin Amabez. Wishing you all a beautiful night.